All right, welcome to the Imperfectly Inspirational Podcast. So glad to have you tuning in this week. You know, we've had a few people ask, how can we help your podcast grow? Well, there's two ways that you could do that. If you enjoy what you're listening to, you can give us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to us on. And number two, if you haven't done so already, give us a follow. So this way, not only do you not miss out on the newest episodes, but it does help us get in the search results a little bit better with more followers. But either way, we thank you so much for listening each and every week. And let's go ahead and dive into the content this week. So, you know, when you wake up in the mornings, you're, you're heading out the door, you're in your car, and if you don't have satellite radio or you're not listening to a CD, we're normally listening to the radio. Well, what is on the radio first thing in the morning? Those lovely radio show programs with the most excited people to be awake at 6 and 7 o'clock in the morning. Those morning radio show hosts. They are so excited. They do the job well. They're pumping you up for the day. And, you know, I grew up in West Virginia, and I had these morning show hosts that were so awesome. I love listening to them every morning. And one day when I was about 13, I actually found out they were going to be at an event. So when I was heading there, I was so excited. And I didn't get to see them at the booth. Unfortunately, I saw them as they were walking around. They had uh, walked away from the booth to do something and I met them and unfortunately they were not what I expected now not that they were you know really rude or anything but they did not match the people that were on the radio and being 13 I didn't really understand that well that was their job that's not really probably how they really are so now being an adult I do understand that and these types of situations make you wonder and look at people and say how different are people outside of what I see them? And now we know, generally speaking, everybody's different around a different group of people uh, to a minimal extent. Because maybe at work you have to be a little more authoritative because you're a boss. And at home you have to be a little more nurturing. Or with your family you have to be more attentive and listening or caring, whatever it may be. There's a little bit of a different person that you may experience with each group of people, but generally that person should be the same, the way they act, the way they talk, the way they do. But all too often in this world, what we have seen is that is not the case. And it is very scary for the Christian movement. And that is something that I wanted to address today. And I want to jump into Psalms chapter 15. We're going to read a Psalm of David. Psalms 15, verse 1 says, O Lord, who shall sojourn in your tent? Who shall dwell on your holy hill? He who walks blamelessly and does what is right and speaks the truth in his heart. He who does not slander with his tongue and does no evil to his neighbor, nor takes up a reproach against his friend, in whose eyes a vile person is despised, but who honors those who fear the Lord who swears to his own hurt and does not change, who does not put out his money at interest and does not take a bribe against the innocent. He who does these things shall never be moved. Now, I want it to be clear that this is talking about the old covenant, about who is a type of person that can go into the Holy of Holies. It was somebody meeting these standards that was able to go in there and have that direct contact with God. Now, we know with the New Covenant, none of that is necessary to go before God because Jesus' sacrifice, that blood sacrifice, 
is enough to make us blameless to be able to go to God directly. But that doesn't mean that these actions and a life of living in a spiritual way is not important. But it should be understood that it is not your works or even your actions that get you into heaven. It is the acceptance of Jesus as your Savior. But your closeness to God is going to want you to represent God well and have these actions on a continuous basis. And I want to put out this verse here, verse number four. It says, In whose eyes a vile person is despised, this is saying that we don't like sinful natures here, but who honors those who fear the Lord, but who swears to his own hurt and does not change. Remember, and does not change. This person is consistent. And that brings me back to the whole morning show host thing, where as a child, I was very disappointed because I saw a different side of somebody that for the past eight years or so that I could remember were always happy-go-lucky, the most exciting people that I have ever heard on the radio. And to meet them... And to see a different side of them, while not mean or vile, I'll be honest, they were, they were not mean, they were nice people, but it was totally different. So how are we living your life? How are we living our lives? And I ask that, I don't say, how are you? I say, how are we? Because I want to make sure that everybody knows when I'm talking to you guys, I talk to myself. I'm growing with you. I'm learning with you. God is putting this stuff on my heart to help me continue to walk close to him as well. So we're on this path together, folks. Understand that. But anyways, going back, how many of us are totally different around different groups of people? And as I said earlier, there is going to be a difference that we're going to have, generally speaking, because there is a different type of us that is required at work, at home, or with extended family. That's understandable. But the general person of how we act and how we represent God should remain the same. But all too often, it doesn't. And I want to ask you this question to challenge you today. How do you act around a group of Christians or people from your church or even at church versus how you act at home or how you act with a certain group of friends? Because all too often, around the Christian group of people where we're restrictive. There's things that we're going to mentally say, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to participate in this. I'm not going to say those things. I'm not going to do. While we know generally we're not going to be asked to participate in anything bad, but we're like in our mind, we're going to stand firm on these things. But yet the people that may not be Christians were most likely to take in these things and, and do these things that are sinful or against God or or misrepresent God. And I'm, some people may be more vile than others, but generally speaking, there is a level that we're willing to do outside of the presence of what we say Christians or the church versus what we're willing to not do or do with Christians. And that should not be the case. And a lot of that is maybe we're afraid to get made fun of or, or laughed at by those groups that may not know God or understand why we do the way we, you know, do the things we do. But we have to remember, we are representing God. 
Just like when you're representing your work, if you go out on a business trip or if you're representing something, you're going to make sure that you don't represent it badly because you don't want any trouble. That should be the same thing with God. We should be the same representation no matter what group we're in. Because I want to I really be honest with you today. Those times that you are with those individuals outside of a church setting that may not know Christ or may not talk about Christ, if they don't know you're a Christian, you've done it wrong. And if they know you're a Christian and you're living hypocritically around them, did you know that you are doing more damage to their souls than you are helping them? Because they're seeing, well, okay, well, this Christian thing isn't too bad. I could just do whatever I want. There's no repercussions from God. There's no thought process of God. Fine, we could just live it up. We could shack up together. We could do this. We could do that. And there's no harm. That's not how it works. We're supposed to be full representative of God all the way around, no matter what we are doing. And if we are going to live a life of sin with one group of people and be holy with another, we are doing more damage to those people who are sinners than we are helping them. And then we're putting ourselves at risk for falling into the temptations of Satan and getting away from the church and disowning God and putting a lot of bad things in our future path. And I think that's one thing that none of us really want to do is we don't really want to have this moment where God's going to make us pay for all this stuff. We know we end up paying for it one way or another, but do we really want to go out and be responsible for other people not knowing Christ because we couldn't control our urges or we couldn't control our mouth or whatever it may be? That's not what we're called to be. And one thing that I think often, and I heard a preacher talking about this one time, and it really made me think, and I was not saying that I don't mess up and I don't make mistakes either, but this context made me think about how I live inside and outside a church or around or not around Christian folks. And that is, you realize that even though the Christian people aren't seeing how you're acting now, and the sinful people may not be seeing how you're acting at a certain time, but God sees how you're acting every day, at every hour, at every moment. He knows what's on your heart. He knows what's in your mind at every moment of the day. While you may be able to put on a facade and make people think a certain degree about you one way or another, you're never fooling God. So I want to ask you today, who are you? What is it in your life that is going on that is preventing you from living the way that God called you to live with everybody? not just around one group of people or the other. What are those things that we can work on? What are those things that we need to get rid of in order to continue to move forward with those laws that God wrote on our heart and to get ourselves closer to God? What can we do? You know, are we feeling lonely? Do we not have enough friends? Do we not have enough love in our lives? Is that why we're doing that? Or were we... Uh, Are we angry at something in the world that is causing us to do this? Whatever this is, take those problems to God and and let him know today, God, I just want to represent you. I want to be the same person all the way around, and it doesn't matter what anybody thinks of me or what people don't think of me, whatever. That's, That's the prayer we should be praying because I want to be fully honest and transparent here. Those judgments from the other people do not matter. If 
if the Christian people maybe judge you because you're not as holy as them or you've made mistakes, we all make mistakes. Listen, we do. And this is not a judgment thing in the sense of saying you're horrible for messing up. It is a thing to make us think. It's a make you think type of talk here to make us realize what we're doing. Um, but if there's Christians that say, well, you're not holy enough to be on our group, well, you don't want to be with them anyways. And if there's sinners that say, well, you love God, we can't have anything to do with you. Well, that's somebody you probably don't want to be around either. Because the only judgment that matters is the judgment of the person who created the universe. The person that gives you the salvation with his grace and mercy. That is the only judgment that matters. That is the only condemnation that could ever matter. So all this other stuff, it's not worth it. And if you turn yourself over to God and put yourself following his path and doing the things that he expects, you're going to find yourself with a group of friends who's going to love you because you're imperfect, but he's going to still love you because you're following God and they're going to want to cheer you on and want you to continue to do better. They're not going to lead you into temptation and they're not going to dog you because you've been a sinner because that's not what Christianity is about. We're all sinners. We're all sinners saved by grace. We're not perfect, but our goal should be to represent God fully. And we just needed to realize, who are we? Are we the same person around the sinners that we are, the saints? And that's the goal. Well, folks, listen. Go out there this week. Get close to God and try to be authentically you no matter where you are. Say that prayer to God that you want to be authentic through and through as a good representative of Him. I know you got this, folks. I love each and every one of you.